I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. Outskirts of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Chat Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hello! On today's episode, we're talking all about Dragon Con with uh, Star Wars track director Brandy. Uh, We're about to get started, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. And welcome back to the show, Brandy. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to Tashi Station. Yay, and we love talking to you, and we love going to Dragon Con every year, and one week until Dragon Con. Oh, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not I, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for fun. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. That's what it's about, right? Yes. Absolutely. It's all about the fun. All right. Uh, before we go too much further, a note from our sponsors. Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and learn how you can help keep the lights on on the show. And we're also brought to you in part by Her Universe. Flaunt your world with Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, Transformers, Doctor Who, and other fandom-inspired wardrobe and jewelry. Click the link on our blog to purchase awesome geek gear and keep the lights running on the podcast. And right now, Her Universe is having a back-to-school sale uh, where there's, uh, I think, 15% off cardigans and 10% off um pullover sweaters so that is an excellent back to school set and the may the force be with you pullover sweatshirt is on sale for 20 for 30 dollars so if you buy it with the sale going on right now it's only 27 dollars. and remember when you do that clicking on the links through the <laughs> blog you we get a 10 percent cut of that sale which helps us run a blog and yeah. podcast and host files and mp3s and other such audio forms yes okay nancy fixers flash geeky things we've been up to as is tradition we start with you um i'm still reading lagoon i thought i'd be finished but i'm not but i will be finished by this weekend and um i believe we are going to record a book club episode next week um with uh one of the friends of the show diana um, and I've also been prepping for Dragon Con. What? <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, I've been I'm playing. also, I'm sorry, I'm also falling face first into my crush on director Orson Krennic, and I will not deny it anymore. <laughs> I'm a full on <laughs> Krennic head. Uh, more information there coming at the episode eight Rogue One <laughs> panel at Dragon Con. <laughs> Uh, as for me, I've been playing some No Man's Sky, uh, mostly just getting ready for Dragon Con and getting things squared away for that. So not a whole lot from me. Uh, what about you, Brandy? Have you been up to anything other than Dragon Con prep? Oh, no, we're not getting ready for Dragon Con at all over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, two of my staffers happen to have gotten roped into volunteering for Dragon Con um, because they're my roommates. And they're outside painting right now. <laughs> so I'm feeling like a bad track director. 
Hey, that, you're doing promotional stuff for the track. You're helping out right now. Yes. I think they prefer it when I'm not involved because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think that angle's wrong. Can you fix that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say they gave us some bribes under the table to keep you busy for the next couple hours, but, <laughs> you know. I could see that happening. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've been up to, uh, geeky-wise, nerd-wise? Um, I like to go see all the movies, but uh, <laughs> beyond that, no, it really has been very Dragon Con focused at this point. Yeah, we, seven days out at this time in a week, we will be setting everything up in the track room. So it's it's crunch time. That's taking all the focus at the moment. Nice. And speaking of the track room, do you have a, a teaser of can you give us a little teaser of what we can expect for decorations? Well, we tried to go less artistic this year. We we did pop art last year. Um, and the teaser was really our logo that we debuted on Twitter and Facebook. And our logo sort of ties everything together. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much the theme for this year is tying it all together. So um, nice. there will be photo opportunities. I'll put that up. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> cool. Nancy uh, might be very excited about one of the photo opportunities. Uh, is it? That means it's either Luke or Poe Dameron, and if it's Poe Dameron, then Nancy and Brian are very excited <laughs> for that. Wait, you're not excited about <laughs> Luke? What's wrong with Luke? Uh, no one loves Luke like you love Luke, dear. Uh, no, no, I don't think that's true. I think there's uh, some people on the Star Wars track that can give me a run for my money. <laughs> Maybe Paula. I think Paula. I think Paula's hardcore there's only Luke as far as you can <laughs> But there may be a little bit of po a little bit of po action. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. You might try that. to walk away with Pokeshin? Pokeshin? Is that okay. a thing? I don't know. I just That's made it. Terrifying. Up. Actually, that, I think that just went to a different level. <laughs> po action. No, that's for the uh that's for the Star Wars track after dark panel. Oh, okay. Nancy. Uh, hey, what's new on the blog? Um, we have Star Wars number 22 comic review, and that's about it. I think we're all getting ready for Dragon Con. Yeah, we, we are all getting ready for Dragon Con. There is a, a new episode of Western Reaches you can catch. Uh, yes. They talked a lot about Pokemon Go. Uh, I was supposed to be on that episode, but we had to reschedule at the last minute. Uh, so, yeah, some exciting stuff there. Um, oh, programming note uh, we were going to do an of dice and droids this week we're probably gonna have to push off to next week or the week after uh due to various scheduling availability but uh, stay tuned for that yay i want to go on adventures again we're supposed to do a speeder bike race for beggars canyon and that's very cool uh okay deke's dirt nancy um we um there's really only one piece of really notable news since the last time we podcast. Uh, Empire's End was supposed to come out at the end of January. It's now been moved back to February 21st, 2017. Uh, I have to wait another month? You, you do. It's not fair. You do. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, they wanted to spread out some time between releases because they've got Catalyst in November, Rogue One in December, and then on in April, so it's just some scheduling bits. 2017 is going to be a really good year for Star Wars literature. Well, we don't even know it's coming after Thrawn. I know, it's just front-loaded that well. I know. I'm hoping they'll announce something, you know, that I've been waiting for, but I doubt it. I'm going to have to wait until after Episode 8 for it. But, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see there. Uh, Big's bullshit Star Wars film news. Empire Magazine reveals some Rogue One covers. Those are very pretty. There was one that was all of the Rebels and one that was Director Krennic. And it was nice. It's the cape. It's the cape, isn't it? It's totally the cape. That cape is amazing. You should have a cape in the track room that we can take pictures with, Prodigy. <laughs> Maybe after Rogue One. Somebody needs to get on that, absolutely, because that cape is awesome. It is. I like, it's just, I was I was looking at one of the pictures today, and it's like, it's just draped, like, perfectly over his shoulders. It's like, it's not even like, it's like part of his shirt. I don't know. It's crazy. And it's super exciting that it's white. You don't have the stereotypical, the bad guys are all going to wear dark colors. Yeah. You know, Luke Skywalker's flap is going to turn back over and it'll be (laughs) revealing the lighter color or something. You know, it's it's so interesting. It's so exciting. Yes. And we're very close now to Rogue One. I know. Wild. And uh, there was also a, like, a subscriber's issue with um, K2 on it, a schematic of K2. I'm excited about because I like, you know, the sassy droids. Every every Star Wars property needs a sassy droid. Um, and oh, episode eight, according to Ryan Johnson's Instagram, has officially begun post-production. So that's the thing that happened. We've only got, what, about a year and change for year that? Yeah, just a couple of months until episode eight. Yep, that's crazy. How long until Celebration Orlando? Too September, long. October, um, November, December, January, February, March, April. Eight months, which means eight months until the marketing for that really ramps up. And really, that's what I'm most excited for. I mean, I'm excited for the movie, but I'm really excited about the marketing ramp up for episode <laughs> eight. Brandy, are you down here? Are you going to be down here for uh, Celebration? I'm hoping to. Uh, that's definitely the plan at this point. It's a lot easier to get to than Anaheim, that's for sure. That's true. Um, <laughs> and I'm that crazy person that will probably still try to be volunteering there, too. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But uh, I just pulled up our, our the SWAT DC webpage, and it's 112 days to Rogue One and 476 days until Episode 8. Oh, so wow. We're getting closer. Yeah, I, I'm just – I'm really excited for the marketing ramp up because we know more – going into it so it won't be like the big mystery box like force awakens was and you know we know how daisy ridley and john boyega and oscar isaac and everyone is in the interviews so that's going to be super fun and then we'll hopefully get more mark hamill in interviews which you know is always such a lights and carrie fisher you know her uh, absolutely her interview with good morning america was freaking hilarious <laughs> i had a co-worker who doesn't care about star wars at all come up to me and go carrie fisher oh my god she is hilarious i'm like yes where have you been let me tell you the gospel of carrie my mother called to tell me the exact same thing she <laughs> called from virginia and she's like i saw carrie fisher on good morning america and she was hilarious she tells it like it is it's like yes she was at Dragon Con a few years ago, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I guess five years ago. And let me tell you, one of the defining moments of my lifetime, actually. She's just amazing. She's everything you'd want her to be. Uh, that's, I'm like, I'm so like bummed that we didn't get involved, like 
on panels and stuff until after then because I'm like, oh, Carrie Fisher. We'll just have to bring her back. Oh, we just turned her loose. She, <laughs> it was a one-woman show. Yeah. She walked out. For, she started Dragon Con that year. They stopped everything and gave her the first panel in the atrium ballroom on Friday morning. And she walked out to a standing ovation and, and climbed on top of the table yep. that's already 10 feet up in the air and just was basking in the glory. It was like a Evita. It was amazing. Brian and I were in the audience of that panel. It was amazing. <laughs> I think that was my first Dragon Con. It was your first Dragon Con. And I dragged you to see Carrie Fisher because, of course, I did. I, that might be the best one. Let's be real. It's the best <laughs> Dragon Con ever. We need to get her back and Mark Hamill. Someday. And then we can have a panel with them together. <laughs> Hey, if you if you meet them, if you get to talk to them, absolutely, <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> I'm I like I'm bummed they haven't done a panel together at Celebration. Like they've done they've done a few like where they've been part of other panels, but they haven't had one like just the two of them together. I mean, at some point, someone really needs to just have Mark and Carrie go onto the stage at the same time and just tell them go. Yeah, my God, that would be hilarious. It would be amazing. You could just make tons and tons of money off the DVD sales. Come on, Lucasfilm. Here you go. Here's your bonus material waiting to happen. Uh, yes. All right. Well, I think it's time for Cammy's Concerns, Nancy. Yeah. We're talking all about Dragon Con, as usual. Um, so we got Brandy on, who is the track director. And uh, for those of you listening who aren't as familiar with Dragon Con as opposed to other conventions or the Star Wars track in general, could you just give us like a breakdown of what Dragon Con is, what makes it different from other conventions and, you know, what you guys try to do with the Star Wars track? Wow. Okay. So Dragon Con is literally the world's largest multi-fandom fan run convention. I mean, multimedia, if, it, it's one of those things that if you like it, most of the time you're going to be able to find at least one other person there who at least knows of it. Um, it's it's just amazing. <laughs> I've never been to anything like it. Um, there's 58 maybe different programming tracks. Alt History does all their own programming. Young Adult Lit does all their own programming. There's um, like a Nickelodeon and Disney track. Um, Star Trek has a track. American sci-fi classics. Um, there are individual literature tracks. There's a horror track. There's literally something for everybody at this point. Um, there's a Whedon track, which handles all of Buffy and Firefly. You know, the, the shows that are long gone, but still have massive fan followings. And it's, it's just one of a kind. You can find your tribe, regardless of what you're into, at Dragon Con. So we call each area of programming a track. So we have a track room. Um, so we are Star Wars at Dragon Con um, or the Star Wars track. Um, Star Trek has a track, uh, as we said. So that's sort of a different way of naming things so people can find out what, what, what they're into. Um, there's a costuming track. There's a robotics track, space track. You can get plenty of science. You can get plenty of paranormal. You can get plenty of science fiction. There is seriously something for everybody at Dragon Con at this point. Yeah, I love that. That um, there's, you know, so much fandom stuff. And then there's 
the like hard science tracks and the more like you know like stuff with robotics and the you know um like electronic frontiers panel and all that stuff (laughs) it's really cool because you can find pretty much something for everyone absolutely and video gaming this year is going to be insane they're always huge and they run several rooms but they're gonna have 24-hour gaming they're bringing in um, a japanese arcade like like the whole thing and then they partnered with joystick game bar to bring back a retros like 80s quarter arcade and those are going to be i think they're going to have like um galaga and centipede and maybe like the old school teenage mutant ninja turtles you know stuff that we grew up playing uh you know in the arcades at the mall do they even have that at malls anymore i kind of don't think so but um (laughs) It's just it's it's gonna be such a fun year. Very That's amazing. Exciting. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been working with the uh, Star Wars track? I believe this is my seventh year as the track director. Wow. So, but it I started out behind the scenes at Dragon Con. I just got my ten year um, pin. Uh, I started out in signage and um, information services, which is like the guest relations sort of thing where you run the info booths and tell everybody how to get to here, there, or wherever. Um, like, p- actors you've never even... I, I have never even heard of that are in obscure Canadian or <laughs> UK shows. And I'm like, oh, that was so-and-so. Cool. <laughs> Maybe I'll see them in a movie I've heard of later on. Um, but then all of the people, like, all the costuming people and all the just the regular attendees would come by. So it was really, it's really been fun to see how DragonCon has changed from a behind the scenes perspective. Yeah. And also for the Star Wars track specifically, it's been amazing. Yeah. And speaking of the growth, I know just in the, f- the years I've been going, I, I went to Dragon Con twice. Um, I think my, f- my first year was 20, 2007. I went again the next year in 2008. And then I didn't go. I w- went back in 2011 and have gone every year since. Um, and, in just that time, I've noticed like it's gotten so much bigger. I mean, it was big when I started going, and every year it just seems like you wonder where are they going to put the m- more people. <laughs> and um, I think like people who are more familiar with celebrations and other like similar like New York Comic Con and that sort of thing don't really get the scope of Dragon Con and that it's you know it's. It's more than Star Wars, but if you are going just for Star Wars, there's something for you to do. And, you know, the fact that there is so much going on, like going through the schedule is really daunting because you're like, how do I even start to pick to pick things? (laughs) And I was just wondering, like, what you've noticed over the years as far as Dragon Con and, you know, you can make then versus now comparisons or that sort of thing. Well, uh, when I started and possibly when you started, um, we were just in three hotels, um, the, the Hyatt, the Hilton and the Marriott, just the main three. Um, so it's grown. <laughs> it's really grown at this point because we've added the Sheraton and the Westin and the America's Mart. And I think we're going to have three stories in the America's Mart, um, which should be, That's crazy. it'll be really <laughs> interesting to see how big everything is this year. Um, but for us, we've tried really hard to 
jam pack as much programming in as we could, as diverse a programming as possible. And uh, the rest of DragonCon has really stepped it up this year, especially. Um, and I think we're offering almost as much programming as Celebration. <laughs> and guess what? If you come to DragonCon and you're into Arrow, you can go see the cast of Arrow, or you can go see the cast of The Flash, too, um, and still get tons and tons of Star Wars, uh, which is, I don't know, It's it just brings something different to it. And knowing that it's so fan-centric, and you can actually meet and hang out with some of these stars, uh, it, there's just something really special about that, I think. And... The Star Wars track, I know, has changed a lot over the years. Not necessarily that you guys have done anything different, but Star Wars itself has changed. And, you know, just in the past few years, I've noticed the panels room, the panels have gotten fuller and fuller and, uh, you know, more and more people have come to the panels like about the movies so much that we have to have them in the ballrooms now and um what's been the biggest surprise that you've seen over the years as far as you know the growth of star wars in general and especially at the star wars track well it was a a couple years ago i was like you know i i'm gonna have to step away i'm gonna have to quit i don't want it to get stagnant And then about that time, Lucasfilm was sold to Disney, and lo and behold, we're getting all new content. So we don't have to worry about getting bored anymore or anything being stagnant. Um, And Geek is so chic right now anyway. Like, Geek is in. Superhero movies are in. Star Wars was in. Everybody went to see it. Um, So I, I think we are really lucky. We're positioned very well for even more growth, even more people coming into the fold who loved Star Wars or who loved the new movie. It's going to be really interesting to try to keep serving all of those people, the people who are the diehard um, legends people, the people who are absolutely in love with just the original trilogy, the people who have only seen the new movie. Um, I have a new, I have a staffer, a volunteer on, and he was like, we don't have very much force awakens on the schedule. (laughs) And I was like, well, it's all Force Awakens at this point. Because to me, it's all Star Wars. You put it all together, it's all Star Wars. Um, but for the people who've just seen The Force Awakens, it's going to be really interesting to welcome them into the family and see where they are and what their assumptions are and what their feelings and beliefs are based only on that one movie. So I just can't wait to see. I have no idea what it's going to be this year. But you're right, it's going to be packed. Everything's going to be packed. So it's going to be fun. It's, yeah, I... It's going to be interesting to see, like, what panels get the most traffic because I know the authors always get a lot of, you know, attention because, you know, people come and they, you know, they want to see Timothy Zahn and Mike Sackpole and Kevin V. Anderson and all the other authors they have. And especially now with Thrawn coming back, I can imagine the Zahn, you know, anything Zahn is on is going to catch, you know, a lot of people. Um, but also we tried to be prepared. Uh, yeah. I think that's in the Imperial ballroom, which is oh. one of the bigger rooms. Wow. So we really? got room for at least a thousand people. So we're ready. Huh? I didn't know. I didn't realize that. I guess I didn't when I, I didn't look at the schedule closely enough, but, um, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see. And I, I hope the people who've seen the force awakens and are, you know, interested in other parts of star Wars will come and like, 
learn learn about other areas like you know all the books and everything else because um then we can indoctrinate them as one of us it's gonna be really fun just i can't wait to see all the different new star wars fans yeah. Or the casual Star Wars fans and all the new kids that are in love with Rebels or are in love with Finn and Ray. I just oh, yeah. am so excited to see their excitement, which sounds so cliche, but it's just going to be magical. I just remember my first Dragon Con and seeing Chewbacca walking around and seeing stormtroopers. and it, It's like being in the movies. And I have a feeling we are going to see so many little Rays running around. It's going to be magical. I hope uh, so. My heart's going to grow three sizes. Oh, I hope so. Now, um, so every year you have, uh, you know, if if people aren't familiar with Dragon Con, there's, I don't know, how many hours did you say there were of Star Wars programming this year? Um, it's pretty amazing. I think, I can't, I think it's. 52 or 56 and they added a couple more since then it's uh it's pretty amazing and that's just what i know of and that's just what we ended up being able to cross list on there it's uh like 72 different things when you search star wars on the app that's it's cr- kind of crazy that's crazy and um obviously you know you're excited about all the panels but are there any ones that really stand out to you this year or any guests that you're really super excited about i am Super, super excited about Henry Gilroy, who is one of the writers for Rebels and wrote for Clone Wars. Um, I'm, and it's his first time at Dragon Con, so that'll be very exciting. He's also done comic books and worked on pretty much every cartoon ever. So it, it'll be fun to have a, a different perspective. I feel like this year we're really lucky and we're going to get a lot of behind-the-scenes perspectives. We also have Frank Ippolito, um, who did makeup for The Force Awakens. So... Uh, I can't wait to pick his brain. And he's been talking to us and about us for about a year um, because he knew he'd worked on the movie last year, but he couldn't do any of the Force Awakens panels. So he's really excited yeah. to actually get to talk Star Wars now. Um, and then we have Fawn Davis, who worked on the original trilogy um, and with the miniatures and the special effects. So we're really lucky to get a lot of the behind the scenes things. But the really the biggest thing that we have this year is we have BB-8. And the puppeteers yes. for BB-8 um, in their only appearance outside of Celebration Europe, I believe. Um, so that's pretty exciting too. That We're is really lucky to have them. That is so cool. I wanna, I wanna hear all about how they brought BB-8 to life and everything about it. There's gonna be a really great puppetry of Star Wars panel um, with some of the people from the Henson Creature Shop. Uh, that's going to be pretty hard to miss. It's just going to be, I'm just super excited about all of it. The puppetry stuff this year is otherworldly. Wow. That's so cool. Um, anyone, anyone other like panels that you're looking forward to? Um, as far as other fandoms, um, I'm super into Grimm um, and the captain, Sasha Ruiz, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, but he's beautiful and he's going to be at Dragon Con. And I'm like, I might leave the Star Wars track room for that. <laughs> I think I've in, in seven years, I've made it to maybe one other panel. And that was a Battlestar Galactica panel with the entire cast. And it was magical. <laughs> it was so much fun. And those people love each other and they hang out and they had the best stories. Um, so I might try to sneak away to a grim panel um, just because I love that show anyway, and they're all really active online and, 
something just seems like it would be really fun. But we'll see. It depends on where it's going to be and if it's worth the trek or not. Yeah, and um, I know one thing that you are probably really excited about as a big Harry Potter fan is that we've got uh, the Grand Inquisitor. We do. We do. And not just we as in Dragon Con. We've got him Sunday morning just for us. <laughs> so yeah. that is super exciting. Um, I mean, he is such, he's just in another level. Um, I mean, as much as all of our new stars have really great established acting careers and they're doing all these fun new movies and, you know, that's why they can't come to Dragon Con because they're all jumping into movement, into filming other movies and other franchises. Um, he's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's been the bad guy in everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's And just to hear him talk, he can just come and talk. And I don't care if he can read the phone book. It's just, I'm so excited. I was just going to say, give him the phone book and just sit there and listen and swoon. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I know Young Adult Lit is super excited to have Lucius Malfoy as well. So it's. It's super fun. We're we're really glad that they're sharing him. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> Thank you, Bev, and the Young Adult Lit Track for sharing Lucius <laughs> Malfoy. We can talk some Harry Potter too, but yeah, the the Inquisitor. And how amazing was it that he came back in season two? And I, I'm hoping we'll see him again in season three. Yeah. Who knows? It's Star Wars. Evidently, nobody ever is dead. So yeah, no one I'm ever hope, dies. I'm hopeful for Han Solo on that too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Darth Maul had a much, much worse injury. Let's be real. <laughs> so, I don't know. It can happen. It's Star Wars. Uh, yeah, that is, that is true. Yes, yes. The uh, force is strong. It can do anything. <laughs> um. So, um, as far as the panels that you kind of always have every year, you have you have some sort of staple panels that everyone can kind of sort of expect for you guys to have. So, um, you know, what are some of those that you always look forward to every year? Well, um, we really try to be inclusive. We try to have something for everybody. So, like you said, our authors' panels are always really fun, and it's fun to just turn them loose and let them just talk amongst themselves. That's when the magic happens, really. Uh, so those are always amazing. Um, we're kind of known for not shying away from the controversial topics. Um, and so we're having our representation matters and our minorities in Star Wars panel. Um, and it should be really interesting. We have a really great blend of people. Um, Brian, I think, is moderating that panel. I, I am so indeed that moderating that panel. <laughs> it's something that I think we can all agree is very important. And there's been so much online backlash. So we're also, we're having a panel just to talk about the online backlash and, and all the scandals and stuff this year, too. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really looking we'll forward to that panel because that is a that is a really interesting group of uh, people you have collected to be on that panel. It is a, a process. We really try to get as many different voices as we can every year. Um, and, you know, when we bring in new people, we tend to only give them one or two panels uh, to see how they'll do. But we've got so many great people and we're really, really lucky. Um, I was sort of holding some people back in hopes that we'd get to add some other panels and that I'd get to use them on other things, but it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. So I'm like, hmm, next time, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. Every year's so very different. 
but we've got such good people associated with us at this point and that are willing to come out and run the panels themselves, you guys especially. <laughs> um, and that just makes my life so much easier. And it makes it makes it so my staffers, my crew doesn't have to work as much. You know, they can actually be off. I can run the room with two people as opposed to having all six of them there all the time. Um, so it's just, it's becoming a well-oiled machine. Um, but yeah, you're right. We, we, I hope we're known for being inclusive. I hope we're known for hitting the issues head on. And that minorities panel should be a really good one this year. I always feel like we always get good discussion and good questions. Um, you know, at, at, at conventions, it's kind of like a um, almost a stereotype that about bad audience questions. And yeah, there you always get some that are kind of like, oh, I make you cringe. But I find, you know, usually the people who ask questions in the Star Wars room are, you know, they do they ask really thoughtful questions or, you know, they there. I know there's some people last year who, you know, might not have thought about issues like representation and you know women and minorities and lgbt inclusion in star wars and you know you can tell they they really want to learn and listen to the discussion and i i feel like i feel like that's really one of the underrated things about dragon con especially and particularly the star wars track at dragon con the panelists and the people who directly contribute to the programming are great just stellar but the audience that shows up the level of discourse and thought from just the people in the room uh listening to panels asking questions and contributing from the audience seats is just unmatched as far as i'm concerned it's a uh probably the smartest most thoughtful audience i've run into at a convention we're all geeks and nerds. Of course we're intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you know, but Star Wars people are good people overall. <laughs> yeah. I know we're th- really lucky. We really are. I know there was um we were talking about this the other day about um I think the first like woman in Star Wars panel that we did or something to that effect. And um, there there were people in the audience who were just, you know, not really interested in like listening to the arguments and were like kind of trying to troll or I don't even know if they were trying to troll or they were just asking really obnoxious questions and I I love the fact that the people on the panel and not just the people on the panel but the people in the audience were like no you're wrong this is why <laughs> and we're, we're just not having any of that so I know that if if that happens I think Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think you're going to see a lot more of the internal policing going on at Dragon Con this year. <laughs> you know, we're just not going to stand for it. Dragon Con is for everybody, and we uh, uh, inclusion is pretty much the the buzzword this year. Yeah. And I think everybody who's coming is really going to work towards that. All of us together. And if you step out of line or you're harassing anybody. You're going to have an entire room to deal with this time. Oh, yeah. Like, Dragon Con people, we stick together. We It really is a Dragon Con family. And shenanigans are one thing. But if you're going to be rude or cruel, that's not going to be acceptable ever. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to really see 
self-regulation in that department this year. Yeah, and more, the more the, so than in the past. The DragonCon audience really just steps up their game. Um, they go they go above and beyond any other convention I've ever been to to making sure that. It's an environment not only they want to participate in, but an environment that they feel comfortable bringing others into. Yeah. And I know from a leadership perspective, it's from the top down. We all, everybody's got kids that come now. I mean, like my roommates, um, he's mine. Let's be real. My youngling. Um, <laughs> and young adult lit, the younglings, like they've, they've all been raised in dragon con now. So it is a top down thing where it is a family friendly environment more so than it has ever been. Um, and you're seeing that more with more and more kids programming across dragon con from the costuming track to kaleidoscope. Um, we've always had some kid programming, um, but other tracks are really stepping it up too. But it's, it's, it is by design. We want to create an environment that we want to be in and we want to create panels that we would go to. Um, I was talking, actually, I think video game, the director posted on Facebook and he's like, I want to go to all these panels. Yeah, they're all mine, but isn't that what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> so, and I know for me, I don't want to put on something that I'm not interested in. If I have to go somewhere else, I'm like, Oh, what do I have to miss? Because hopefully we're picking stuff and we're putting programming on that is across the board going to appeal to as wide an audience as possible. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, the demographics of the attendees that, you know, that we that you consider when doing panels and try to get, you know, you you, you do get very evenly represented like panelists, which is very much appreciated as someone who keeps an eye on like other conventions and sees craziness of like a panel of all men talking about women and in genre fiction (laughs) and you want to go what but um but also in regards to like things that people like in star wars you know if you like video games or if you like books or if you like um you know, just the movies, there's something for everyone to come and see. Um, and while, you know, we, we will probably, you know, be around the Star Wars track all the time. There's people who will come in for a panel and then go see something else or come back and then go see something else. I know a lot of the stormtroopers are like, um, I come to Dragon Con to see everybody and to have fun and to go see some other things. If I want just Star Wars programming, I'm going to go to Celebration. But like I said, we've got as, almost as much, if not more, Star Wars programming across Dragon Con than Celebration at this point. Um, so there's certainly enough Star Wars for you, but you can go get your comic book fix. You can get your gaming fix. You can get all of your fandom fixes at Dragon Con now. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, you know, like I said, if you're just, if you're, you know, a, a person who has been a Star Wars fan for years and has read all the Legends books and everything, you know, there's there's talk for you there if you're you're brand new and have only seen the force awakens you know we there's stuff for you there too and i really like that that it's not you know looking down on people who aren't as hardcore as others well hopefully it won't turn into that hopefully it will 
stay inclusive and it won't be. I'm a bigger fan than you. I will. That's I will. not what it's about. I will all. throw down if people try to do that on any panels I'm on. Agreed. It, like I said, it's just, it's for everybody at every level. Just exactly what you just said. Yeah. Everybody is welcome. Uh, you, you may have cheered when Han Solo all that went down in The Force Awakens. Some of us are going to probably still be in denial by the time Dragon Con rolls around. But, you know, <laughs> all viewpoints are valid yeah. to a certain extent. <laughs> I just don't have to agree with you. <laughs> yes. So um, I've, I'm looking at the schedule now and I'm just, you know, going down and seeing like what sk- panels we're, we're interested in and, and also what we're on. <laughs> Because uh, we're on several. I know Brian and I are on the Post Force Awakens panel. Um, I'm moderating that one. And uh, basically, we're just planning to talk about, um, you know, what our reactions to the Force Awakens was, what we're looking forward to with episode eight sort of like the big questions we had going into episode seven, if they were answered, what we still want to know about. And yes, we will be talking about Han Solo. I'm sorry, Brandy. <laughs> That's why I have an entire Han Solo panel on Monday. <laughs> we're all right. Uh, yes. That's a, that'll be I a prob- group therapy panel for y'all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I probably still won't have worked through it by that point, but I'm hopeful. Maybe, maybe not. I'm sorry. Denial uh, is strong. <laughs> and on the same day, we've got the Rogue One and Episode Eight speculation panel, um, which I believe we're uh, going to be more on Rogue One, just because we know way more about that than Episode Eight right now. But um, I'm really excited about this panel. I'm on this panel um, with a bunch of other people, and. Um, the past two years, these these panels have been very well attended, and it's kind of baffling because we're not anyone official. Um, you know, we're just talking about what we know and what we what we speculate is going to happen, and people people seem to like it. So hopefully, we'll get the same reaction this year. It should be exciting. There's there's a lot to think about, and there's a lot to speculate on. So <laughs> yeah. it should be really fun. I think it's going to be the theme throughout the whole weekend. We might as well just start calling it the Star Wars speculation track. Right? Because <laughs> they're not giving it. They're only giving us what they want us to have. And mm-hmm. even that, we're being toyed with again. I can feel it. We are. And as we learned at Celebration Europe, if they don't want us to know something, we are not going to found out because no one knew about the Thrawn book beforehand. <laughs> That was amazing. Best kept secret, maybe even more so than all of The Force Awakens. I don't know who you have moderating that author panel, but I do hope that moderator asks Tim how he kept a straight face in panels. Yes! Or in various conventions (laughs) leading up to celebration. Like, literally... That's one of the first things I said after he announced that book. I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait until Dragon Con. (laughs) It's gonna be exciting. Because I want to hear how how that happened. I, I need to hear the story. They are pros. That's what this is. I know, they are right? Professionals. We think that they're our friends. We think we're all buddy buddy. <laughs> nope. No one knows. It's just <laughs> best kept secrets ever. They're really and truly. I, I mean, going back to Harry Potter, they're they're your secret keepers if you need them because they're awesome at it. Yeah. 
Um, and then I've, I'm on another panel that day, the Rebels panel, because, dear God, I don't have enough panels that day. <laughs> um, but that's the panel that Henry Gilroy is on. And I'm super excited because it's going to be a bunch of us fans talking about Rebels. And But we've got, you know, a, one of the writers of the show there to give us his, you know, input on you know, talk about what it's like to work on the show. And, you know, I, he wrote Empire Day. So I'm hoping we can all go Empire Day. Yeah. It's going to be fun. He seems like such a nice, cool guy too. Um, and he wanted to be on a Star Wars Rebels fan panel. That's amazing. Like not an official, you know, uptight Rebels panel. He wanted the fan interaction. Um, and I think that's just extra special. I just am so excited for him to come to Dragon Con. That makes me happy. Um, but Rebels is so good anyway. I, I mean, know. That's, I think that's going to also be something that's talked about throughout Dragon Con, which is very exciting. It's a cartoon. It's a children's show on Disney. But it's great. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And if you're not watching it, you should be. Yeah. Hurry, go catch up. And Brian, you are, uh, we are both on the new, p- new canon panel, which we had this panel last year. And I always like it because we get to talk about like what's come out in books and comics over the past year and, you know, talk about how they enhance the movies and why you should be reading them and all that fun stuff. I, I mean, I have- I'm planning on using this as a pitch for here are some great books let me convince you to read them and also ray sloan all caps yes <laughs> we might have some extra books to give away at that panel Ooh. Hint, hint, wink, wink. del rey has been amazing um so i think there probably is a good chance for some bloodline and some life debt oh very nice i i, I saw that uh, tom over there sent you some boxes full of secret things so. <laughs> they have been very good to us and we will then be very good to all of you all. Nice. So, everybody that's coming. We have, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to take two trips just in giveaways this year. God. People have been amazing and sending us stuff. I think a lot of people got sick of their episode one stuff. Uh, so we had several people who cleared out their episode one collections. So <laughs> there's a lot of giveaways from uh, the Phantom Menace. So that'll be fun to go through, too. Little blast from the past this year at Dragon Con as far as the giveaways go. Yeah. Such wow. Much Jar Jar. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so we've also got uh, Brian, that's the day the representation panel is on. Yes, I am moderating that. Uh who are the panelists we've got on there? Um Janine Spendlove. Who is an author of one of the recent Star Wars Insider shorts. Uh yeah. very excited to have her on that panel. Yeah. Uh Melissa Olson, Kirsten Kidwell, Travis Grimm, and Maya Merkvika. Uh this is going to be a very fun panel. Uh we are going to cover a lot of ground as far as representation and diversity goes. We're going to be talking about uh we're going to be talking about um, gender representation, um, race representation, as well as LGBTQIA representation that we have seen in Star Wars since the Lucasfilm uh, sailed to Disney. And uh, there's a lot of very cool things we're planning on talking about. Yep. And um, we've also got... Um 
What other panels are you? I think you're on a music panel as well. Correct. Yes, we will. Uh, Riley Blanton over at the Star Wars Report is moderating that panel. Um, we are going to be talking about the Force Awakens soundtrack. Nice. And uh, as a former music comp major, I am very excited to uh, sink my teeth into that panel and talk the nitty gritty with people. I'm also really excited about the military and politics of Star Wars panel because there are several people on the panel who are. I, th- I think everyone on the panel is military, <laughs> which uh, is really going to be awesome as far as their insights and discussion. Yeah, that, uh, that is a panel. If you were at DragonCon, I don't think you want to miss that panel. Um, yeah. The panelists for that one in particular are extraordinarily insightful. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned before, Jason Isaacs, um, he's doing a bunch of panels at the YA Lit Track. Um, which I love the name for. It's my father will hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the Star Wars track panel is uh, Jason Isaacs reads a phone book. Is that right, Brandy? <laughs> eh, you know, that, that's my own personal panel, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's, we're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Rebels and what it was like going from a massively huge franchise into another one that possibly is even bigger. So... <laughs> Um, I, I just can't wait to pick his brain and because he knew what he was getting into when he took that role. So oh, yeah. it's be exciting. It's uh, we're going to talk a lot of rebels. We might touch a little bit on Harry Potter, but you know, we've got the inquisitor and you know, all of the, epi- the season two revelations as well. So yes. it should be really exciting. Um, and then we've got some panels that are panels that kind of happen every year. Uh, there's you know, the, um, Costume contest, um, which is always a lot of fun. Um, there's the pod races, which I've never actually witnessed, but I keep saying I need to go and watch the pod races because it just seems freaking adorable. It is unbelievably adorable, and we're really lucky. So uh, if you're a Dragon Con and you're able, you should go give blood because uh, Life South donates all of the boxes that the food and the t-shirts come in um, for our younglings to decorate on Sunday and then run around the, t- the 10th floor of the Marriott um, in their little pod racers. So it's adorable. It's so different every year and the kids just have a, the best time. Um, so you should definitely check it out. Uh, and we've got, as usual, our trivia contest run by the super fan. Yeah, super fan um, has turned 18. Uh, and is going That's off crazy. to the University of Chicago. <laughs> I know. He has grown up no, on the Star Wars No, track, he didn't. Basically. I refuse to accept this development, Brandy. <laughs> so, you know, he won trivia at 11 <laughs> my first year. And that um, I, it, I just figured I'd blown it. And it was so terrible that an 11-year-old would win. Except it's super fan. Yeah, except it's so him. So, it yeah, it doesn't count. Then. Yeah, so he's an official SWAT DC crew member this year. Um, so he'll be working all around Dragon Con all the time. You've groomed him in his whole life con. for this, Brandy. I'm excited. He's going to side-eye me the entire weekend. Because <laughs> that's what he does. He's like, I can't believe she just said that. She knows she's wrong, right? <laughs> I think we had a we had a craft day at uh, my house last weekend. Um, and I came up with this great concept that we might have to work on for the canon panel where it needs to just be canon or not. <laughs> oh, my God. I would absolutely play that. I'm like, 
well, that that okay, good. You guys start working on that. Um, <laughs> that can be how we warm the audience up, canon or not canon. Oh, man, I don't some of this even, stuff is absurd at this point. I don't even have going, I don't even have to prepare for that. I could just go off. I could just, just wing head. it. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I don't know. He was talking about which parts of like the Ewok cartoons are now oh, canon. Yeah. Like, That's crazy. It's crazy. I, I he's encyclopedic. So <laughs> that trivia contest is difficult every year. But the qualifying is Saturday night at eight thirty. Um, you have to actually nice. take a written test. And the, the, I, the qualifying and the trivia contest, contest itself, it's cutthroat. It, yeah. is a, it is a serious Star Wars trivia competition. Yeah. Um, there's also some uh, a nighttime soirees that you can attend if you are a night owl. Um, yeah, would you uh, like to give us a little rundown of your uh, nighttime uh, Star Wars track after dark? activities <laughs> well let's be real about 8 30 it starts getting a little questionable for younglings to be running around dragon con that's not the official time the official time is 10 after 10 it's adult so um on friday night we have our suit sinatra and star wars party uh which is sort of laid back just fun music you know by heart um the standards the classics um frank sinatra some swing music uh, a lot of times we have like real swing dancers in there trying to swing dance on carpet. Yeah, I've um, seen those ringers <laughs> in there. But they're they're awesome. So I mean it's just a good time. It's just a great way to start the con. It's not too rowdy. It's just laid back and it's a little bit classy for a Friday night at Dragon Con. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, then we'll start Saturday Dragon night con is classy. when it gets wild. <laughs> Saturday night is just uh, I don't even, it's, it's like another world, uh, that's about to blow up. So that's the, uh, last party <laughs> oh. of all the <laughs> Uh, and people really do party like it's the end of the world. Um, we have the, uh, our DJ, the stormtrooper from the Georgia Garrison. I think he's like the commanding officer of the Georgia Garrison this year. And he was like the charity officer before that. So he's really, truly one of the bad guys doing good. Uh, that is amazing. And earlier that day, so Saturday is a really busy day for them because uh, they've got the parade. And then th this is sort of one of the late, the latest news things coming out. The 501st is going to sign an, um, an exclusive deal or an endowment with the Make-A-Wish Foundation at DragonCon. Um, they're going to do a big press conference about it on Saturday. And then Saturday night, uh, Bobby Shively <laughs> will be DJing the last party on Alderaan. Um, and there will probably be some stormtroopers and maybe even hip hop trooper that stops by. Um, it's the, it's, it's really the dance club scene of Dragon Con. You're, you're going to get a little bit of your industrial and your, a little bit of your electronic dance music, but it's house and hip hop and top 40. It's everything. Um, he really does a great job and just keeps it pumping like you're in Vegas all night long. So it's rowdy, but it's fun. And then Sunday night, we have our adult themes panel, except we've rebranded and it's caution may be controversial. Um, it's really a carnival. It's really crazy. It's often obscene. Um, <laughs> there's yeah, giveaways. We're not kidding when we say humanity. that one's an 18 plus. It is absolutely. Um, IDs are checked. It is crazy. Um, it's the most outrageous things you've ever thought of 
or what is it? Rule 34 of the internet basically has a panel. So it's pretty crazy, um, but it's fun too. Uh, and the cards against humanity aspect of it is very entertaining. Nice. And then it's, and then it's Monday and we have to start winding down. And that's where in all the sadness, it's like post-con depression hits early, <laughs> but we still have a full day. Well, almost a full day. Um, Monday, we've still got tons of Star Wars panels. Uh, I think every hour is double booked, which is nice. So should be fun. Yeah, Monday's always kind of a chill day. Um, but I've 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 seen like some of the most interesting discussion happen on Sunday morning. Oh yeah. Sunday Sunday morning and, and or, Monday. I'm sorry, Monday morning. It, I meant. It, it, you get the diehard fans. You get the people who are there who want to have the insightful discussions. It's really a round table day. I love our Mondays. It's really some of my favorite panels ever have happened on Mondays where we're just all sitting around talking about our favorite saga. Um, and it's just fun to be with other fans. Yeah. Um, oh, and I forgot the, um, the Phantom Menace Shakespeare panel. That is magical. <laughs> <laughs> Every year I am just blown away by and typically, the people who who practice, they're amazing. But we always end up with somebody absolutely amazing from the audience who just kills it like they've been born to play the Was role and like they're a plant in the audience. And they're not. They are absolutely randomly chosen. And it's just perfect. Wasn't it the guy who was Akbar last year? Was just had everyone rolling on the ground? Oh, he killed it. And, uh... <laughs> It was just amazing. Um, so Dr. Carol White, who's done some of our more academic panels throughout the years, has sort of taken this on and coordinates it and picks the scenes. Um, and then Paula types it all up and gets it ready. Um, but the, it's just amazing. The people that, that come out and we, we end up finding the best people out of the audience. They're amazing. It's just so much fun. And then Peggy, we call Supermom, Superfan's mom who made the bantha and like the wampa arm and stuff for us throughout the years, um, always makes these really ridiculous props for every character. <laughs> so it's just a spectacle and it's just, it's just so much fun. You can get professionals up there to do it, but I don't think it would be nearly as much fun as the fan panel aspect of it. Yeah. That was one of those panels. I was kind of like, Oh, that's, you know, maybe if I'm not doing anything and I happened to like come in the room when it was going on and I was like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> We get guests and authors and like people from other areas of Dragon Con emailing year round. Are you doing Shakespeare again this year? When's it going to be? <laughs> I have to make sure I'm not double booked so I can come. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so much fun. Awesome. Um, any other panels that you want to talk about, Brian? I think we went through all of them that we're on. Yeah, we, we hit all the ones I, I'm on. I mean, uh, this isn't a Star Wars panel, but I do want to plug. I am going to be on an LGBTQ uh, representation panel over at the Military Sci-Fi Track. Do you have the name for that one handy? I Let me look real quick. Um, and I think you're on a gaming panel as am, well. Am I? I have not gotten a notification on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, I think you're on a gaming panel uh, yeah, that should be fun for you. Is that the video game panel or the uh, fantasy? I think it's just panel? gaming. Okay, I think it's gaming, and I think it's with uh, one of the game developers. So that oh, should be. Cool. I'm honestly, that should be fun for you. 
You're not moderating it. You're just on the panel. Okay, so. great, great. <laughs> just show up. We should find out when that is, Brian. Uh, let's see. Uh, it isn't the X-Wing miniatures game panel, is it? No, it is not. That's okay. during the parade. I think it's 4 o'clock on Saturday, though. 4 o'clock like Saturday. I'll have to look that one up. Oh, Star Wars and gaming. That panel. Okay. I heard you had a podcast or something um, along those lines, so uh, you, you, I thought you were perfect for it. You, you know, we, we might have this podcast that uh, might talk a little bit about uh, RPG gaming and Star Wars, maybe. Of Dice and Droids? What? Um, your panel is... Anything you can do, gender swap and inclusion in military sci-fi. Oh, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. Yes. That sounds awesome. I, I mean, I who's going to wear the Starbucks shirt from Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> Brian <laughs> will wear it. I, I, to I totally wear it. But yeah, we'll be covering uh, Stargate, Battlestar Galactica, Farscape, uh, things like that. Um, it'll be fun. I mean, uh, they, they have me more because I guess they want a little bit of Star Wars talk this year. Uh, but I can also contribute some Battlestar talk. So we'll look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, anything else you want to highlight, uh, for Dragon Con this year, Brandy? Uh, you can't go to all the things. <laughs> this Let's is, be real. And that's this the year? same, that's the same thing we do, we say for, um, Celebration 2. And it's really true for Dragon Con. I except yeah. the inevitability that you will not get to do everything you want. That is also true. Uh, don't get in too big of a hurry. Always make sure that you have time in between panels and that you have time to hydrate and to get food. Like, those are the most important things. Highlighting anything. I'm like, we've done a really great job of going through the schedule. There's something. It's it's just a great year to be a Star Wars fan. And if you search Star Wars in the Dragon Con app, you're going to find even more than what we've put out on the Internet at this point. Um, it's going to be fun. You're going to have to pick and choose. It's not all in our track room. It's spread out across Dragon Con, but and, it's going to be fun. And beyond all of the panels and programming, um, you are going to run into a lot of the uh, podcasting and blogging and uh, official site personalities that you've seen out there on the internet. So you'll be able to come say hi to all of all of us, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and also just, you know, meet other fans you know if it's always at conventions you meet people in line and you know form new friendships and like there are you know there are people that we see at dragon con every year um that you know we don't necessarily you know talk with throughout the year but like it seems like a dragon con it's like oh hey how's it going you know you you know see all it's, the same people again it's a little oh, annual yeah. family reunion yeah. that's one of the greatest aspects of dragon con for me yeah for us too uh, i we just love it, it, it that's the best part you know um I, we posted uh, dc memories or decon memories or something with a hashtag on twitter um and that is one thing that i'm always going to miss and there's always going to be a big old hole in my Dragon Con because Aaron Alston's not just going to drop by uh, to give me a hug or <laughs> crash a panel or to just sit in the back and think that he's heckling, but he's really being insanely <laughs> insightful. Like, oh, it's going to always be something that I miss. But that's one of the best parts of Dragon Con is knowing that we at least got that magic. 
Yeah, and if, uh, if you see any of us uh, walking around Sunday in just hideous, garish uh, Aloha shirts, that's our... Uh, that's our little nod to. Are we doing that Sunday? Yeah, let's do it Sunday. Have, I don't think we have. We made. Have we made it? Dis- have uh, we decided? <laughs> we're gonna do it one of the days, but uh, that's our little nod to uh, Superior Wit and just Dragon Con mainstay and everybody's friend Aaron Alston. Yeah, yeah. It. it I remember um, there was a panel he did with. Tim's on and Mike Sackpole and it was just the three of them shooting the shit and like like rant like talking about the old expanded universe and like coming up with an idea for a story like right in the middle of the panel and they were like all right we gotta kickstart this (laughs) and it was a great panel and we we still have that somewhere in our archives these moments you get at dragon con maybe more than any other convention i mean you are missing out if you do not come to the author's panel to watch tim mike and kevin Mm -hmm. just riff off they're like like i've been reading the books for a long time and i know a lot of people have this idea that kevin j anderson and tim zon and mcsackpool do not get along because of books that they'd written. And I had that same opinion until I started going to Dragon Con and I realized, oh, wait, no, they all know each other and they're friends. <laughs> They've all been hanging out longer than any of us have been hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, you, you guys can come to Dragon Con and you will see that uh, the three of them are longtime friends who go back to the tabletop gaming days in the 80s mm-hmm. and they just know how to put together a thoroughly entertaining and hilarious panel. You just yeah. put them on a stage, give them a microphone and you say go and the audience is in for a treat. Yeah. One of the problems with them like being so busy throughout the con is they don't have as much time to come to the star wars room anymore because i know they've had they were on like multiple panels before and it's just they're just so freaking hilarious i know um one of my favorite panels at dragon con was the year that um mercy kill came out and it was sunday or monday morning and it was just no monday afternoon and it was like aaron olsen got on got got on the panel it was like all right, uh, I'm Aaron Olsen. Uh, I wrote Mer- Mercy Kill. Um, you guys want to ask me questions? And it was literally like us for an hour just asking him questions about the book. And he told us this huge, long backstory he had about the Sarkin Tainer family and just all of these amazing insights about the book. And like, I'm asked, I asked him a question. I'm like, which death was harder for you to write this one or this one? (laughs) But you know, that really gets the thing that makes dragon con so special is you don't get to have these moments with these authors and star Wars figures at like celebration. Mm -hmm. It's such an intimate and close setting. Yeah. And that is something you get at Dragon Con. You just don't get anywhere else. I mean, celebration is great. Like, don't get us wrong. We love celebration. But, you know, I remember the the one year that um, the Heir to the Empire Anniversary Edition came out and Tim Zahn had a panel all by himself talking about it. And it was like, you know, so cool to hear him talk about, like, you know, early days of the expanded universe and what he was thinking when he was writing the book and you got get to ask questions 
Like that's always super fun. So um, you were talking about the mercy kill panel. Did you come in costume to that? Um, I can't remember. I don't know if I did because I think that was the day we were leaving, and we we did have a group costume. Oh yeah, yeah, that was I don't think it was yes. that panel, but it was a the author panel. It was we came to in costume. Yes, we did gender swapped with race squadron, and yes. we. Yes, we, that's what it was. Yeah, we, we, we got grabbed, a picture with Aaron afterwards, and it's one of the most special moments I've ever had yeah, at we, any convention. We kind of like mobbed him after the panel, and we're like, can we get a picture with you? And we were like in the atrium, like taking pictures and being such a fire hazard, and no one cared because we were taking pictures with Aaron Olsen. <laughs> um. But yeah, that that was great. And that's, you know, that's the sort of thing. Dragon Con is a lot more fun. It's a lot more laid back. You know, there isn't a focus on news. It's more just about having fun and, you know, hanging out with fellow Star Wars fans. But you never know what you're going to get. You never know exactly what you're going to see. So no. You just have to go with it sometimes. It's, it's a roller coaster, but it's one of the best ones to ever, ever be on. Yeah. I mean, if you're on the fence, come to a Dragon Con sometime. Just hang out with us or some of the other podcasters and bloggers that show up every year, and I promise you will have an amazing time. I mean, we've become friends with so many people through Dragon Con, and like, you know, people have come up to us after panels and been like, oh, I love your show, or I, I like your blog, and we're like, oh, hey, cool. And now they're like, you know, friends with us and we're friends with them and now we're all on panels together <laughs> so yeah so uh brandy any last things you want to plug before we sign off no i think you guys have been fairly thorough i'm just <laughs> really excited i can't believe it's in a week basically. i know hopefully we'll be this thorough at dragon con <laughs> I mean, uh, you always are you always are uh, you're stellar a week from today, we'll be uh, hanging out with a bunch of other Star Wars fans and bloggy type folks in the Hilton Bar. Probably, yeah. And if not, you can come hang out in the Star Wars room because we will be putting up the decorations. Yes. So come say hi when you get into town. We Absolutely. definitely will. Yes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, Brandy, uh, where can we find y'all on social media for folks who want to uh, keep afloat on uh, stuff that's going on at this Dragon Con? Well, you can always find us uh, through dragoncon.org. That's the long way around. Uh, otherwise, we are SWAT DC pretty much everywhere. S-W-A-T-D-C, like Star Wars at Dragon Con. That's our Twitter handle. That's uh, SWATDC.com. Um, or just search Star Wars at Dragon Con. We have a group on Facebook as well. All right. Very cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up there. Brandy, we will see you in a week. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. Have a safe trip to Atlanta. Can't wait to see you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Okay, folks, this episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by Her Universe and you, our Patreon subscribers. Check out the links on the blog. Help us keep the lights on on this show, the blog, and all of our other podcasts. On Twitter, you can find us with the handles Tashi underscore station. That's the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. -E. On Facebook, we're the Tashi Station Network. We're available on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, if you like what you hear, do leave a review. It does help us grow the show. You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot of stuff coming from Dragon Con, so keep an eye on your audio feeds. So yes. long. Yes.
podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh, my God.